Have you hit the button? Button is hit. Did you hit? Is, it the, is. Button, is the button on? Did you press it down this time? Oh, it's tried pressed. Before and you couldn't, you, you couldn't find the button. Press. Yeah? Where's it's the like button? It's like when you're with girls and they say, yeah. they say, find the button. And you're like, I don't care. Hey, what's in okay. it for me? Right, so we're rolling. Right. Is that right? Well, well, is it you're rolling? If she's yeah? deep okay. enough, she's all. All right, yes. so I'm rolling. Yeah, <laughs> roll. All right, so uh, pushing rubber down. Oh, it's not Greasy Pole Podcast <laughs> episode twenty-one uh, with the great one and Adam Piggott. This is Adam Piggott uh, and uh, the great one there. Um, great one. How are you going today? Ah, uh, going lovely. Got a little bit of sleep last night after a late night, and it's supposed to rain today, so it's nice and cool outside. And I'm talking to you, so makes for a pretty good day so far. Ah, well, that, 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 there's a downer there at the end. Um, so yeah. where are you at the moment? I am in my office in Rapid City, South Dakota. Was that a trick question? Okay, so I didn't know if you were in, in Colorado or... Uh, ah. So are you still are you still hanging out with Cappy or have you fled the the, the paternal uh, roost? Yeah, I'm I'm avoiding him as much as possible. So I, every once in a while I see him coming and I lock the door and run out the back. Yeah, no, no, I got my own place now, so I, I'm not living in my dad's basement okay. any longer. Awesome. Yeah, it's good. Mm. You know, being able okay. to walk around in your stove. underwear and everything like that. Yeah. Don't want to know about that. Has it got a wood-burning stove? It does not, unfortunately. It is seriously Why lacking. Because uh, it's a very new apartment complex, yeah. and there are a bunch of wussies. It does have quite a nice kitchen. Ah, oh, man. But yeah, there's there's no wood-burning nothing. If you're living up in that in that in those latitudes you need to be you need to be having fucking wood burning stove especially going into world war three with the oil being cut off and good luck with that mate well true. i mean aren't you supposed to be a a thinking ahead kind of guy i am thinking ahead i know exactly where cappy's house is at and when the shit hits the fan he doesn't have a wood burning in. stove either he got a, i know he's he got a, a gas, gas burning stove, stove in like a ah. It's okay. And that huge, that huge ranch house <laughs> thing. Uh, what? What? Uh, just, uh, just. It's cleaner. It's cleaner. Uh, it's cleaner. Everybody else is oh, doing bloody. it. It's for the environment. Uh, yeah. uh, it's okay. We can make a wood burning stove. Well, actually, he, he does have a wood burning stove in the garage. Not a fireplace, so but a wood-burning stove. Let me let me get this straight. Yes, Cappy, get, get it straight. Moved up to South Dakota. Yep. Right. Yep. So On far, so good. Top of a hill, isolated. Built a whole house all by himself. Yep. And then in his own house, right. he needs to make a man cave. Is that what you're telling me? Yes. Uh, I don't think I want to talk to either of you two guys ever again. <laughs> Whew. That's what we've been shooting for. How do we get rid of Adam? Darn it. <laughs> yeah. That's I, been a theme lately. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. uh, he does have a man cave in the garage. and yeah. I, I see where you're going with that. The entire house should be Cappy's man cave. Which, I mean, it, it kind no, of house is. house is your fucking house. Exactly. Uh. Well, I don't know what I'm talking about. I don't have a house, and um, in about 10 days, I'm going to be living out of a bag again. <sighs> so that's fun. So uh, for, the, for the listeners who haven't read my article yesterday, um, I'm moving on from Saudi Arabia. Contract has concluded to the satisfaction of everyone. Came in to set up a operation here. Operation has been set up. So eight months I spent down in Saudi, about eight months prepping to get down here to get all of the the whole thing uh, ready to launch legally in this part of the world. It was a bit of a nightmare. Learned a lot, that's for sure. So it's about a 16-month project. Um, and, yeah, all done. And I decided I've been with this company for five years, ever since I moved to the Netherlands, so 2017. 
Uh, and I thought, now's the time to um, to rock and roll. So, yeah, man, I'm uh, probably heading back to the Italian Alps, I think, at this point. I'm going to spend the summer up there, hang out with some buddies, some very old buddies. Probably living in a place with a wood-burning stove. Mm. And because um, it gets cold up there in summer. Uh, and then come uh, September, I'll take stock of what's going on and work out my next my next move. So, uh, yeah, that's, um, that's what's going on. Any questions? No, questions. no, no. Sounds great. Sounds, no, all right. You know, it's more adventurous. It's always it's always great having this having it's, this conversation with you, where you know we can bounce off, off each other so uh, easily. It's uh, brilliant. I know. Uh, Isn't yeah. it though? Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, okay. I mean, that right. sounds like a plan. I mean, it's it sounds like it'll be good, and plenty of uh, good stories for oh. us. And hopefully good podcasting. Well, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I got the podcast back up and running. Yep. Um, yep. Apparently people are listening to it. Well, I don't know why, but uh, I, um, people are. Um, so uh, I'll keep doing that, I think. I'll take my new Yeti microphone with me that I got down here. I've got to move a few things out of uh, Saudi. So the thing is that everywhere I've always traveled before, I never... I never took anything out of the country that I could say was from that part of the world. Yeah. So, for example, when I was mm. in uh, Uganda, I didn't, I didn't, I don't have a mud hut to show anybody. You know? <laughs> it's an unfortunate. Uh, yeah. I would have, I would have liked, you know, a mud hut, a stick figure, something like that. Uh, but I don't have one. Um, and Canada, I lived up there, and I, you know, I, you know, yeah. I don't have a um, a bottom the size of, uh, you know, Mount Vesuvius to show anyone after that. So, you know, like all the Canadians do. Um, so, but I, what I picked up was was some really nice um, Arabian carpets. Now they're not flying carpets, unfortunately, Ugh. but they're pretty. They're pretty darn sexy, and I've got I've got four of them, um, and they're like silk um, wool mix. Really uh -huh. nice. Wow. Um, and I got them in colours that are not normal colours and not normal patterns. Hmm. There's like some like bluey ones and stuff like that. So I've got to take those with me. How big are they? Uh, uh, well, a couple of them are fairly large, actually. Uh, company's paying for me to ship them up to the Netherlands, though, so that's fine. Oh. Um, and then I've got a few other bits and pieces with me down here that I picked up while I was down here. So, yeah, I've got to move a few things up. Um, and I'll probably put one of my suitcases in that package as well so i don't have to drag it onto the plane with me um and uh yeah 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 so uh yeah hopefully i'm out of here in about 10 days something like that but just there's a few things that need to align and right. uh some of those are a little bit outside of my control so i just have to sit and wait for it but i'm you know i've been getting up at five o'clock in the morning for five years and um you know i've been sleeping in till 5 30 it's really good really good <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that extra 30, 30 minutes makes a difference sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's really shit. You, you, you get up so early for so long, and when you don't have to get up early anymore, it doesn't matter. Your body clock is... Oh, yes. Five o'clock! Yep. No, I have the same thing. Time to get up. So, yeah, even yeah. if I work late yeah. doing something the next morning, I'll still wake up 5, 5.30, regardless of how exhausted I am and how late it was. Well, you know what they say, early to bed, early to rise, makes a man a fag. So, you know. Um, I don't know. But, Aaron doesn't um, get up that early in the morning. I don't know. Oh, that's right. He's a screaming homosexual, isn't he? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, have you seen like the Mi large black Milo's, penis on his website? Milo's best friend. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's all into oh, that. Yeah. That was pretty funny. That was. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so you're going back to the Netherlands before Italy, you said? Yeah, well, I need to buy. I need to buy a car. Car, okay. Um, and I've and I've got residency in the Netherlands, but I don't have it in Italy. So oh, okay. I buy a car in Italy and drive in, in Netherlands and drive it over. I understand. Okay. Um, so I'll do that um, and uh, pick something up and uh, drive it across. Um, 
And then, yeah, uh, two or three, about 10 weeks, just helping my buddy out. Uh, beautiful part of the Alps. It's not, it's not the valley where I spent so much time. It's, 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 a, it's a few mountains over, uh, but it's actually a nicer one. Um, so um, that should be a lot of fun. And he's, uh, he was um, a... Uh, did you read my second book? Yes. Yes, I did. Okay. So the, the the crazy lawyer in Verona, that's him. So okay, uh, the guy the guy who sets me up with the girl with the tattoo, uh, that's him. So I'm I'm hanging out with him for the summer. Right. All right. Yeah, yeah. So that should be cool. And I'll catch up with all the other boys, Nono yeah. and Tabir and all those all those guys. So um, it should be uh, should be a lot of fun. And I have been going hard with no break for five years so it's actually quite weird at the moment to wake up in the morning and be like uh, uh, today i might uh, gaze at my navel and uh, mm-hmm. see if i can pick out some lint um yeah so that's why i want to go up there and help him with his his activity um so i'll just i'll just work 10 hours a day with him, but I'm doing something and we're out there doing it together. I don't want, I don't want to go up there and just, you know, sit around or some shit like that. Oh, of course. Yeah. Sitting around is fun for a couple of days, but then not so much anymore. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and that's what I'm kind of going through now. I want to be out of here tomorrow, if you know what I mean, but right. uh, I can't do it. So, um, yeah, we just have to wrap from some legal things up here with the company. Um, so, um, yeah, that'll, that'll, that hopefully won't take too long next week. We can rock that out. Uh, but, yeah, um, so, yeah, Saudi chapter closes. But what a lot of fun, um, Saudi, and I, I recommend it to everyone. Come down as long as you, you know, don't mind not drinking alcohol. Right. Um, and uh, and um, I really like the Saudis, man, They uh, in general. I mean, I have met some people down here that are real dicks, but you, you meet those people everywhere. Right. Uh, but um, in general, I um, a very warm, welcoming, uh, good-natured, uh, polite, uh, extremely hospitable. The the women are not repressed at all. In fact. <laughs> the, I, I, I genuinely have observed that the women down here are far happier than women back in the West. Far happier. And the reason for that, great one, would you like to know the reason for that? I would love to know the reason. Women are like dogs. Yes. So if you have a, if you have a dog and you train it well and you give it clear boundaries then you mm-hmm. have a happy dog yeah dog knows the boundaries if yep. you give give the dog a role a clearly defined role that makes sense to the dog guard dog companion dog uh sheep dog know, hum- humping leg, dog humping leg dog yeah uh all that sort of stuff dog's even happier right yes but if the if you tell the dog that you want it to be the family dog but you chain it up outside every night and then so it thinks it's the guard dog and then whenever it barks as the guard dog you go and beat it over the head to shut it up and you don't you don't discipline the dog properly then you have a very unhappy dog yeah yes i think you can see where i'm going with this i can so the thing is that the laws in the middle east in places like saudi arabia and, and the united arab emirates and and uh, those sort of places they protect citizens who are law abiding that's what those laws do yeah, they, the restrictions are there to protect citizens who want to do the right thing. And the Saudi women are happier because their role is clearly defined and the, the boundaries are clearly there. These are the boundaries. This is what you can and can't do. That's it. And they're happier for it. They know, they know what's expected of them. They know what the boundaries are. And they get up to a little bit of mischief anyway, but it's all done, you know, under the cover of following all the rules. And, mate, they were... A, the, all, of, all of the Saudi women that I've had to deal with have been a joy to deal with. Funny girls, great senses of humour, 
Uh, oh, I could have got married down here like five or six times. They were always trying to marry me off to these gorgeous young girls. Oh, my God, the women are good looking down here. Oh, my God. The ones that I could see, you know. Right. Because you can drive across to Bahrain. You, you drive across to Bahrain and the Saudi girls drive across there and then they're wearing... They're wearing Gucci and Versace and there's no, and they're having a little bit of time in the town. And of course, they want to have a good time, but they won't, they don't want it to come back and bite them with the families or anything. So they're looking for white guys for uh, one night. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. Uh, 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 I thought that I, I thought that places like, you know, Kampala, Bangkok, these sort of places that I've hung around with were meat markets for white guys, but. They've got nothing on Bahrain, nothing. I was in Bahrain the other night with uh, another another expat down here, English chap, lovely guy. We're both late forties, fifty. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm in pretty good. Sh- I'm in pretty good shape. He's not really in pretty good shape. Big guy though. Uh, we're walking back to our car after a night on the town. It's about eleven o'clock at night. We're, we're leaving. We're, we're driving back to Saudi. And we're all in the in this in this upmarket kind of bar area sort of thing, but upmarket, not the not the hooker area. And this brand new Ford F one fifty truck stops, and there's these two uh, two women in it, mid twenties. The driver is drop dead gorgeous with short hair. When short hair looks really good on a chick, um, the passenger was just trying to beef her tits up. Saudi girls. <laughs> And they basically stopped us and they stopped all the traffic and they're like, oh, can you tell us the way to such and such bar? We don't know where it is. And of course, this is, everyone's got phones. Everyone's got phones, right? So this is just bull, this is just bullshit. Yeah. Just bullshit. So we start, I'm, I'm leaning in the window and I've had a few drinks and uh, I've, we were chatting to some girls in another bar as well. So I've got my game on and, uh, a long, a long, not even a long story short. That uh, if we'd been walking the other way, we would have gone to the bar with those girls, and then we could have done anything we wanted with them. And we're fifty-year-old guys, man. These were, these were, these were wealthy girls. These were not hookers. These were wealthy girls, hmm. uh, stylish girls. If you're, if you're a young white guy and you want to go have a bit of fun, barang. Or even Bar an old white right. guy, it sounds oh. like. <laughs> Holy crap. Yeah. Well, what, who knew? Have some fun, go to, go to Bahrain. Now you know. All right. Well, as soon as we're done here, I'll check airline prices. 30 years I've been traveling around the world. I've never seen anything like Bahrain. We were up at a bar, sitting at the bar, and... These two, these two Saudi girls sit next to us, but it's kind of. I like sitting at a bar at the actual, as you know, when we hung out together in Louisiana, yeah. Right. And uh, so the I'm next to the girls, my my mates next to me, and these two these two Saudi guys spend about twenty minutes trying to pick these two girls up next to us, and they're concentrating on the hot one, obviously, which is always a mistake. Yes. Rookie move. Rookie move. Yep. And her friend, who was still good looking, but not as good as the hot one, is just rolling her eyes at what's going on openly. And these boys spent 20 minutes crashing and burning. It was, and we, uh, they're speaking in Arabic. I mean, it's not like I can really understand anything. But you can tell when crashing finished, and burning. I mean, it's really oh, Crashing and burning is universal. Right, right. That's a universal right. language. Yes. You know, and it cuts across, <laughs> across all cultural barriers. I mean, you yep. could have been on the American plains 150 years ago. You know, in a in an Indian village, a Hopi village, or a Navajo village, and you would have gone, "Oh, you're crashing and burning, <laughs> mate." You know. <laughs> right. you know. Yes. So, a few minutes after these clowns give up, wander off, and finally leave these two women in peace. I just, I just, I just lean over and I go, "Well, that was that was pretty funny to watch." And I said to the one, the friend who was rolling her eyes, "I was like, you really shot those two down in flames." And <laughs> And that they start giggling and laughing up, 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 and then of course total body language. They turn, they turn around in their seats. They're fully engaged with us. I mean, these two, these two poor muppets spent twenty minutes getting nowhere, and I just lean over and go, "Well, that was pretty funny. You really shot them down." <laughs> Done. 
could have could have gone and done something with both of those girls at the same time. Wouldn't have been a problem. Fucking Bahrain boys, Bahrain, get your boogie on. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> and the thing is, they wanna they wanna have a good time with the white guys because they know the next day the white guy is not gonna be. If they go to bed with an Arab, with a Saudi, the next right. day the Saudi's going to be like, well, you, you better introduce me to your far father because we have to get married now. They don't want that. In a million years, they want, to, they, 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 they want to do the pump and dumping and the white boys are the dumpees, if you can handle that. Now, I know that a lot of our listeners are sensitive new age guys and yes. the thought of being used and abused mm-hmm. for your body probably wouldn't be acceptable for you no no they, they want that emotional connection with the woman yes <laughs> <laughs> they're looking for the for long term you know mm. that's always a winner now yes i wouldn't go and fornicate myself because i'm now a man of god and fornication is a mortal sin so i was quite happy when that gorgeous short head young lady stopped us that I was walking in the direction to the car and not to the bar because I think the temptation would have been bashing me over the head in that case but if other people want to go and commit mortal sins I'm not going to you know advise against it but Bahrain's the best place to do it as far as I'm concerned if you want to uh, to go and do that sort of thing (laughs) all right now we know not not judging not judging not Not judging. judging Uh, anyway uh so um yeah uh bahrain uh so we were talking about saudi women they're they're very happy they're very happy they're very happy women and they all want to get married and have kids and blah 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 and marriage for them is the most important thing not a career not a career like a lot of them have jobs now in you know shops and stuff like that but it's all right it's all it's all you know, preparing for their for their career as a as a mother, as a, as a homemaker. That's what they all want, Saudi women. They're happy women, much happier than the miserable women back in the West. Much, much happier. So there you go. I believe it. I think you're dead right with the because women women love rules and the women. You know, you give women power oh, over yeah. anything. The first thing they start doing is making up as many rules as possible. And the reason they love rules yeah. is because they know subconsciously that they need rules over them. Like they know that they need boundaries. They know they need rules. They know they need limits. They know they need a role. But of course, the propagandizing of the global homo has told them the opposite. And you know, so on the, and they reject what they know they need. And yeah, they're just very unhappy. Yeah, they're they're all. They're all unhappy. They're all in rebellion, you know, against 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 patriarchal men, and uh, right. and they and they hate themselves while they do it. They're all, they're all incredibly right. confused. Yes, you know? they're all desperately unhappy. They yes. just want a man to come in and give them a good slap, you know, John Wayne style, bend, put them over his knee. Yes, whack 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 on the bottom. Get in the kitchen. <laughs> That'd be the happiest things ever, you know. Um, unfortunately, no, it's not that simple these days to get them back in a line because all of the propaganda and the brainwashing, the drugs uh, and the carousel cock riding has driven most of them pretty close to insanity, um, you know, which is kept in check by the pharmaceutical interest, industry. Right. Um, so, you know, um, I don't like your <coughs> Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot anyway. of there's a lot of money to be made in women being insane. And so there's not much incentive oh, yeah. Yeah, for can... them to ever be guided by anybody into not being insane. No. No, 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 no. So um I think that's my biggest takeaway from Saudi. Um and of course of course, it's easy to say, for instance, we people like you and I have been saying for years to not believe the mainstream media. But then again, before I came down here, I believed the mainstream media. I believed the stories about Saudi. Like, 
Right. Like, I thought that the police down here were going to be really a problem, really dangerous, that I'd have to watch myself, that I could get arrested at any, at any conceivable moment. And it's, they, they are the safest and friendliest police in the world. In the world. Every interaction I've had with a cop here has been, been downright pleasant on every level. Hmm. I mean, shit, in the United States... If you get pulled over, the best thing to do is to turn your light on and put both of your hands outside your rolled-down window so they can see they're not going to. Ha- you don't have a gun, and so they don't shoot you, right? That's right. basically how you have to act. Damn near. And people yeah. and people in the states are like, or well, people in the states are like, oh, watch out for the police down in Saudi Arabia. It's like, what the <laughs> fuck are you talking? What? What? what, what? Uh, serious? Have you have you had a look at what your guys are driving around with, with their bloody armored cars oh and God, bulletproof yes. vests and their automatic Nazi rifles helmets and body armor? Yeah, that, that, I'm, that I'm is surprised bizarre. they haven't got you know bazookas and rocket launchers. True, it's probably coming. Yeah. So, did, so did the Saudi police? Do they cops, carry guns? Cops. Yeah, they got guns, but okay. um, just uh, that that didn't shoot me. Well, yeah, but well, I don't know. Like, what what are gun laws in Saudi? Like, can private citizens are there restrictions or anything like that? Do you know? Well, there was that's interesting because you can say that because I found a shop that had guns and knives and all this sort of stuff, and you can buy whatever you want. Really? Oh, really? Is there like any? backgrounds or you got to register or you just buy a weapon and walk out i don't know okay uh i didn't go through the process myself okay um but i do know that i could have bought one if i wanted one okay and there was some serious hardware in there too <laughs> nice and but it's the safest country I've ever lived in. There's, there's, no, there's no crime here. Okay, the driving right. is insanity on steroids. It was really funny. <laughs> Back in December, these, these two Canadian guys came down to do the two weeks of maintenance on the, um, some equipment that we've got here. Lovely guys in their 40s. Uh, we, had a, we had a good time together. And one of them had been down here before. He'd actually set the equipment up, but they would need to do um, all the maintenance on it because it had been sitting not used for four years or something like that. Uh, but the other other guy, uh, Jonathan, he was a good guy. He hadn't been down here before, and I picked him up at the airport, and I drove him in, and Jonathan was made the mistake of sitting in the front. And I was driving, you know, a big, brand-new uh, Suburban. <laughs> right. Um, um, and, uh, and he was physically... I mean, he was pumping the imaginary brake pedal like it was, you know, he was he was at school with his first girl in bed. He was pumping it hard. <laughs> uh, and, you know, throwing, throwing up his hands, you know, because it's crazy here. It's crazy here. Like, the, um, they'll, if they're going to take, you've got a five-lane five highway in, in, in each direction, and if they're going to take the exit, they'll do it from the left-hand lane when they're almost past the exit, and they'll just go straight. Because they, they don't, they don't want to line up with all the cars waiting to get on the exit. They want to swoop down and just go straight. And, they, and this is a traffic that's doing, you know, you know, 90 miles an hour or something like that. That's absolutely routine, mate. Absolutely routine. The driving here is is the craziest I've ever seen because because the roads are in good condition. Like in Uganda, they were worse drivers, but the roads are so are so bad, you, you can't drive fast. Right. You know, you're just trying to keep your car from falling to pieces in the, in the six-foot-deep potholes. But here, holy moly. Oh dear! And the Arabs—it's funny. The Arabs, the Arabs, ego, and they're very egotistical. They're very masculine, manly, and that sort of thing. If you're around them in person, you won't see that. They—they they keep it under control. Where they let it out is when they get behind the the wheel of a of a of, a, of a, the steering wheel of a car. Um, so uh, yeah, it's uh, so yeah. No crime down here. I saw a lot of accidents. <laughs> I saw, some, I saw, I saw some horrific accidents, man. Really bad ones. Oh, man. You know, like big pileups. Yeah, oh. dude. And traffic is heavy. There's a lot of people Oof. here. So yeah, I mean, driving here is pretty terrifying. Uh, once you get the hang of, once I tell you right, what, I'm gonna right. miss the driving though. I'm I'm gonna miss it because 
it's the it's one of the few places left in the world where you can drive a car as a man where you're not like in a you know when i took you and cappy driving in the states right. and cappy and to this day cappy makes fun of me because yes. i was sticking to the speed limit but but I'd, I'd come from australia and europe where there's there's speed cameras and not everywhere and you right. will literally lose your license driving from your house to the shop and back again because you've gone through four sets and lost your points and rah 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 right wow i would i would really like cappy here's a physical challenge to cappy get on a plane tomorrow yeah get your tourist visa for uh, saudi it's really easy now it's all open you don't have to have the vax to get here fly in spend a couple of days driving around with me here and then start giving me shit <laughs> You'll be <laughs> peeing your pants before you know it. <laughs> uh, yeah, so no crime. Uh, and, um, oh, that I could see anyway. It's safe as houses, man. You can go anywhere you want, literally go anywhere you want. No problem. People are happy to see you. But the thing that they were most happy was that I, I would sometimes get the suspicious, and I'm sorry to tell you this, great one. Mm. I am truly sorry to tell you this. Mm. Just you. Okay. But I would, um, right. I would meet someone, and they go, and they go, they would look at me a little bit suspiciously. Uh, 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 are you American? And I say, no, no, I'm Australian. <laughs> oh, oh, okay, that's all right. Oh, okay, yeah. Then yep. they relax. Yeah. There's not a lot of love for for the evil empire down here. I'm shocked. Which is a which is another sign that they're not they're not stupid. Right. <laughs> Man, I don't yeah. have a lot of love for the evil yeah. empire either. I understand. Yeah. Yes. I think uh, your fake president is flying in soon to get on his knees and uh, suck up severely to the Saudi princes that he that he slagged off in the run up to his uh, non-election. So that should be pretty amusing. Hmm. Um, but anyway. I see today that the Supreme Court in the U.S. has overturned Roe versus Wade, the, the abortion law from uh, that came out just after I was born. Really? I managed to sneak through. <laughs> yeah, wow. it's overturned. Have you seen it? No, I have not. I have not paid any attention to the outside world in about 24 hours. Huh. I well, think the Attorney General in Mississippi has already has already signed the law making abortion illegal in the state of, uh, I think it was Mississippi or Missouri, one of the two. I, there are... So they obviously had the legis <clears throat> yeah, legislation all ready to go. There's a number of states that my understanding is that they already had laws in place that said, yes, the moment R.V. Wade is overturned, abortion becomes illegal. So, all right, well, oh, my God, I got to get on the Internet then because there is going to be screaming and crying. Oh, man, this is, wow, this which is, is Which is obscene, news. obscene when you think about it. People are screaming in rage at the sky that they can't yeah. murder unborn children. Yeah. It's just, that's, you know. That's when your life is insane. that empty. Yeah. That's all you've got. Well, I know, I think when your life is that evil. Well, Sincerely, that too. Not joking. <clears throat> no, no, I, I agree. You're not. No, I think that. I, I think it is evil. I think that mostly, man. That mostly. Yeah. 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 Well, I wonder which um, comes first: the, the, the emptiness is, uh, that, or the evil. Is their life empty because they're I'd evil, the, or are they evil because their life is empty? Because I do think the two go hand uh, how, in hand to a great extent. Can I? Can I? Can I? Can I? Um, can I? Um, can I use my I don't care card? Yes. At this point. You yes. could play okay. the I don't care card. Thank you. I'm going to play the care factor zero card. Okay. <laughs> um, the interesting thing is that is that there are states that have legislation ready to go to make abortion illegal. There will be states such as the state of California and New York, which will have the opposite of legislation ready to go as well. Oh, yeah. So... I think if you look at the history of the United States and how things have been going over the last, you know, since 2016 at least, I'm wondering to myself, because countries always fall apart, the split officially happens on a legal point. <clears throat> I mean, that's how you had the American <clears throat> Civil War, yeah? 
I wonder if this might be the fault line that cracks it. Hmm. I really do. I could see that. So you're going to states... This, this is like a line in the stand. States saying we're going to make abortion illegal. It's illegal to kill babies here. It's unacceptable. And then the next state over, we condone and actively encourage legally the killing of babies. Well... The pretext for the American Civil War was slavery. It wasn't the real reason for the American Civil War. But the pretext was slavery. We will allow slavery or we won't allow slavery. I'm wondering if this is going to be the same thing. What do you think, Raymond? Hmm. I would like that to be true. I'm... I'm not certain so how you would... that would be enough to drive any states I'm to... One... No, no, no. It's it's not going to be enough, but it's going to be the 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 uh, final drop in the bucket, the, mm. the, the, the fault line chip that, that starts to open everything up dramatically. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, okay, I see where you're coming from. Yeah, I can see this happening. Not being up yeah. on on politics because i'm not but i also got wind that apparently in texas now somebody is trying to talk seriously about secession i don't know how far it's really gone but yeah i mean maybe this will be a nice little chip in the wall because there's nothing that would be well there is one thing that would be better but this the second best thing for the people in the United States and the world and the future would be for the United States of America to dissolve into separate regions. To a Yugoslavia. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. It's uh, it's going to be messy, though. Oh, yeah, it's going to be very messy. Be but messy. that's why I've been saying for years, though, the sooner we get it over with, the better. Because the longer we wait, the messier it's going to be. Hmm. Because, I mean, Texas could leave right now, and I would just throw my stuff in a truck, and I'd go back to Texas. But five years from now, Texas might leave, and I would throw my stuff in a truck, and as I'm driving back to Texas, I'll be shooting people out the window. Or they'll be shooting at you. Oh, well, probably. I mean, well, especially in South Dakota, because people here actually have guns. Once I get to Colorado, home free. I'll be about the only one with a rifle. Especially right. going through Fort Collins but, and Denver. I mean, <laughs> well, except for the drug dealers. South South Dakota might be a good place to uh, hang your hat, though, in that sort of thing. I mean, it's a pretty conservative state, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. No. It's it's not. A, it would not be a bad place to write out the coming changes. Hmm. And in some ways, maybe even better than Texas. Just you know, no. Yeah, because the the problem the problem down in, in Texas is you've got a lot of uh, multiculturalism. Yes, because it's close to the southern border. Correct. And when the chips go down, it's going to be the races ganging up on each other. Yes. Just as much as the lefties ganging up on the righty on the on the righties. Yeah. Yep. Um, so. The further north you are and the further in the center you are, the more white you are. Right. I'm assuming in the United States. Yeah. Yeah. So South Dakota, pretty white, pretty white up there. Pretty white. I think Montana would be really white. Yeah. (laughs) Probably. But uh, yeah, yeah, very white. The biggest non-white group of people I've seen with my own eyes since being here is the American Indians. And... Most of them are drunk, which is not meant as a slur. It's meant as an accurate observation. Most of the ones I've seen are drunk on the street Mm. corner, so I'm not concerned about them shooting at me. I have seen refreshingly few blacks and moderate amount of browns. And that was all very racist to refer to people by their skin color, but I don't care. Oh. Yeah, it's very white. They refer to us as whites. Don't yeah. Don't, don't, well, don't but that's okay. People. We're not really people. What, are you turning boomer? Are you turning boomer, boomer! on me or something? 
Boomer alert. Boomer. 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 Aisle five. Aisle five. Boomer on aisle five. <laughs> Clean up can on I get, aisle five. Can I get security down here? Boomer has Can I get security and a hazmat team? Five. Hazmat team. <laughs> hazmat team for aisle five. Boomer's colostomy we bag has exploded. We have a... We have a confirmed boomer on R5 for the love of all things holy. <laughs> dear, oh dear. Oh, God. Uh, oh, and to all our listeners who are boomers, we don't. Yes, we do. <laughs> uh, yeah, you're part of the problem. You know you are. Yeah, you boomers. Yeah, you are. I'm not like uh, other boomers. I'm, I know I've, I know this one black guy is really nice. <laughs> yeah. 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 All right. What were we talking uh, So, uh, yeah. Roe Ro, Ro versus Roe. Oh, yeah, yeah. Turn. Big news. Big news. All right. And I, and I knew about it and you didn't. Yeah. So that's pretty shocking. Yeah. This is exciting. When that whole leaking oh, I'm, I'm not wearing the, the I'm not wearing the brown underwear for nothing. Yeah. When the whole leaking of that Roe versus yeah. Wade thing happened, I, I was pretty convinced this might even still be true, that that was only leaked to distract everybody from something else that you know, the powers that be didn't want us to notice. So I was I was I was not very um, confident that this was going to turn out to be a real thing. But now that it has, oh, this is great. No, neither was I. Neither was I. I'm wondering, though, if uh, this decision coming at this time has been instigated by uh, the main players in the evil empire because they want to create a scenario where it all goes to shit so that they can ride in on their white horse and be the big saviors. Mm. Yeah. yeah, that could be. If they're directly manipulating, manipulating it in this way. I mean, the timing is extremely interesting. Yeah. Um, so we'll see what happens. Yeah, and if if yeah. anything in the United States is going to create emotional division between people, I mean, this is over here. This is just. One of those topics that so many people are fanatical one way or the other. And that's why that's why I liken it to the slavery debate of, you know, 160 years ago. Right. You had you had you had a you had a um, what do you call it? I've lost my ability to talk. You had a divisive uh, subject back then. Right just as divisive as it is now. And it was used for political purposes to force the South to be, you know, conquered by, by the North uh, against the original constitution of the United States, blah, blah, blah. Right. I know that most of the American listeners listening to this don't understand no. you know, what we're talking about because they don't know anything about their own country. But, you know, right. um, let, let, let a foreigner, uh, who's, you know... <laughs> Uh, only been over there a couple of times. Bring you up to speed, you know, on your own history. I, I find I find it's not just Americans. I find Australians, the English as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, just even recent history, the ig- ignorance levels. I mean, as far as most Americans that I've met are concerned, the Americans won the Second World War all by themselves. Right. Um, which I read, a, I read an interesting quote today. The Russians lost more troops killed in the Battle of Stalingrad than the Americans lost in the entire Second World War in every theater put together. Damn. Damn. It's a lot of peeps. That's some heavy shit. Yeah, it is. That's yeah. some heavy shit. Yeah, the Russians did take a beating. Well, they just soaked up the German blood, didn't they? Well, yeah, they yeah they did. Um, but they Uncle should... Sam came to the rescue. It was Uncle Sam landing in Normandy. Yes. Oh yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. 
you know. The only reason that Uncle Sam landed in Normandy was like, we better get in there quick before the Russians take the whole of Europe. <laughs> that's, why, yeah. that's why they landed in Normandy. <laughs> yeah. We're missing out. God damn it. Damn it. Them oh, Reds Russia's are going to get it Paris. all. We, we can't let the Reds have Paris. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, and right. if Roosevelt had uh, not died so inconveniently for Stalin, he would have had the lot because Roosevelt oh, was God. such a dumb fuck. He has to be your worst president of all time, even worse than Adams, I'd say. Anyway. Um, so, uh, yeah. Um, anyway, what about your end? What's been going on with you? Got any exciting news? Exciting news. Um, hell no. My end has just been... Did you, um, did you come to this podcast prepared with a couple of topics that we could discuss, like I've done? You know, did you do your homework? Yeah, I did homework. I read Cappy's book. That was my homework. Did you finish Cappy's oh, shit, book? I, I haven't finished that. Uh, <laughs> I didn't do it yet. Damn, that's... Uh-huh. I'm halfway through it. I'm halfway through it. Oh, shit. Well, uh, I'll give that's you... Pretty, a... Isn't that ironic? I'll give you a spoiler alert. So the first half is the part for the women's, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's so, why I've been struggling. So this, yeah, yeah. So the second half is for the men. Basically, it's the first half, but every place mm-hmm. that has the word woman, he just changed it to man. That's how. That's Cappy's secret for <laughs> knocking out books so quick. <laughs> right. It's like you know. Right. You're not going to find a girl, so just go get a career, you know, get a hobby, get a fur baby. There you go. Ah, um, oh, man. Okay. I, uh, so what did you I, think? I mean, I mean, it was interesting that, that this hit the bestseller list in the feminist um, category on uh, Amazon. Uh, that was pretty funny. It was. Uh, irony, irony level Alanis Morissette. Right. For that one yeah and i was very um, surprised but, uh, by that. but in retrospect because it's just telling women go do what you want you don't need no man i mean so in retrospect i'm like yeah i completely understand why this would be a feminist bestseller because he is te- he's telling them what they want so to why hear. is cappy is he is he telling them because this is this is why i'm struggling with the book because you know mm-hmm. i've been in saudi and seen as we've just discussed right uh, how much happier women are down here and how unhappy exactly the so- sort of advice that Cappy's giving them because that's what they want to hear makes them. So that's why I'm I'm struggling. Are we, it just seems that it's a very cynical attempt to condone bad behaviour and watch the world burn. Is that... Is that unfair? I, mm. I don't want to be unfair. No, I I don't think that's unfair at all. I yeah, yeah I I think my take on the book too. It's like it's just cyn- cynically, yeah. It's telling them what they want to hear. Yeah, I mean, in the introduction, Why? Why he kind of says that? that too. It's like, look, I'm not saying what's the best for society or anything like that. Yeah, he's yeah, he's telling them what they want to hear. So why is he doing that? I mean, the thing with Cappy is he's a little bit erratic in this. For example, Cappy's um, condescending uh, battles and attacks on the MGTOW community over the years, which I've enjoyed very much. Uh, you know, quite well known. Uh, but this book is basically MGTOW for both sexes, isn't it? Yes, I would say that's a accurate assessment. Yeah. So maybe we need to get Cappy on and ask him some hard questions. Ooh, maybe we do. That could be a lot of fun. I've got a bit of time kicking around at the moment. Maybe you know. Maybe in the next week or so, we should. In the next few days, we should tee it up with Cappy. Yeah. And uh, and have a bit of a bit of a you know, put it all on the table. Good natured, good natured, but you know, asking the hard questions. Right. 
because I don't, I fundamentally don't agree with what's been saying here. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't. Is, all right. Is most of the Western world doomed with the path that they're following? I would say, particularly on a spiritual level, which you might not appreciate, I would say yes. Yeah. Yes, I would. Does agree. that mean that there are? Okay. Does that then mean that there are there are people that that everyone's in that boat? No, because there are people out there who, young people who are not falling for the bullshit and are going out and, you know, they're not going their own way as in individualism. They're going their own way as in small families and communities. Right. Going, there's, no, there's nothing wrong with going your own way in a, in a small community group who are rejecting what the world has to offer. The whole point is, is that the biggest lie that the left, left has sold us for 60 years is individualism, that you don't need anyone else, that you don't need any responsibilities, that you're just here to have fun. Right. That's the that's their biggest lie of it. That, that's the lie that's broken up everything. Yes, I completely agree. Yeah, that lie is the foundation for, for virtually everything else. If we talk about abortion, that's completely based oh, on that. Totally, line. yes. That's and yeah. Oh, you, you don't want to have don't... a baby. That will inconvenience you. Right. You don't You'll have be to inconvenient. be responsible for what you did. If you get impregnated, you have no, no. responsibility for that. You you can't have a baby now. You've got your career. Your career. You can't afford it. And you need and you to want... travel. Save up some more money. Yeah. Oh, travel. You, you need to travel. You don't want to miss out. Right, you can have out. a baby anytime, anytime in your life, because there's anytime there's you want. drugs when you're and there's medical procedures that will help you. You can freeze your, your eggs. eggs. Yes. You can freeze your eggs right now. You Go can, and freeze your eggs, right. young eighteen-year-old girl, and then have fifteen years of just doing whatever you want. Right, and then if you are too old to carry the baby, you can get another woman at government expense to be the yeah. surrogate mother for you. So it doesn't matter how one of those old you, you are. You, you can Ukrainian. still get one of those Ukrainian women. Yes. Just get one of them. Oh, it's so wonderful. Isn't it so great to just have all this freedom that to just do anything you want, anytime? Oh. And no isn't, responsibility. Isn't, isn't everyone oh. so happy? Oh, so happy. Oh. Enjoy life. Enjoy uh, life. Enjoy life. I'm going to enjoy life so much, I'm going to put a sign above my toilet saying enjoy life so that when you go into the, into the bathroom to take a number two, you can enjoy, enjoy life, life even more. Oh, it's so enjoyable. So this is the thing I don't get. I mean, that's the, that's the underpinning lie and it's a very very complex and nuanced and it's very subtle sometimes it's not very subtle right but it is the underlying fundamental lie of everything and it goes back to selfishness and it goes back to ego and narcissism and and turning away from your communities your families right your nations turn turning yes. away from god um, and yet, Cappy's coming out with a book that's basically saying, go do exactly that. Mm-hmm. So I think we've got some questions for Cappy. All right. I like it. I like it. I'll, t- I'll talk to him and see what we can set up. All right. And it's, it's probably best to do it over the next few days, over this week, because, you know, once I start traveling, it's going to be... Right. It'll be insane. Uh, it's, it's going to be insane. It's going to be hectic. I'm not going to be able to... Um, I'm not going to be able to do anything right. at all, you know. It's, um, it's just not going to happen. So. I can tell you I have work this weekend, but I can also tell you I am free on Monday the 27th. So that is probably the first potential day. 
Is that the Monday that's coming up? Yeah. It yes, is. it yeah. is. Okay. Well, uh, I'm free that day. Okay. Uh, great. So I'll contact um, chat to Cappy. Yep. Um, and see if he's good around this time, and then we can. Um, and I'll endeavour to read more of the book in the meantime. And then we'll uh, yeah we'll see uh, right. see if we can get together and have a bit of a uh, bit of an ambush you know? <laughs> friendly of course. and he gets to he gets to defend his book oh, he yeah, gets to course. plug his book yeah Cappy you know? loves plugging his books that's one of his favorite things to do oh I know yeah oh I know yeah um, I'm working on my third book patriarchal how to be a patriarchal man in a feminized world that's coming along quite nicely now all right good time at last. Excellent. Um, put out a few articles testing the water. Of course, uh, I'll do an article about some woman getting her tits out and get 400 comments. Do an article about, you know, how to be a patriarchal man, which everyone says they want two comments. Uh, anyway. Right. <laughs> um, but. Uh, what was. Yeah. I'm, I'm looking at your website right now on the Wayback Machine because, of course, I can't mm. get to it live. And I'm trying to remember, you had, wrote a post. Oh, it's down. Of course it's is down. It's down. It's down for me right now. Hang on. Let me see. I'm getting that uh, connect no, time. Oh, well, I'm getting the connect timeout. Oh, wow. They shadow, they shadow ban me so much, man. Yeah. But my it, numbers on my website have dropped big time i was doing about easy easy two and a half to three thousand hits a day and now i'm struggling to get a thousand and it's from this it's from this yeah Yeah. but uh where i was going with that a while back you wrote that post where i'm trying to remember i should remember what the other word was where you were saying uh was it patriarchal or was it some other word and traditional traditional Traditional. yes 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 and yeah, I, th- I thought that was a great post because I completely agree with your reason for selecting patriarchal, especially just because, as you said, traditional means nothing. I mean, some of, I'm a traditional. That, yeah. that is, that's, that's just another of the things that the right wingers here in the States, you know, they love that. We're going back to the 50s and I'm going to be a traditional. And like you said, what traditional win? But patriarchal really does sum it up. And I know you're kind of coming at it from the religious perspective, but even from a non-religious perspective, I think patriarchal sums it up. I think that is the right word to use Mm. because it implies the man is in charge. The man is making the decisions. The man is responsible for the decisions and the outcomes. The man has the responsibility and and he has the power. Yeah, but also the collective men. So men are in charge in the government. Right. You know? Yes. Men are in charge in the military. Men are right. in charge in the courts. Right. Uh, basically Saudi fucking Arabia, to be honest with you. you know? <laughs> Let's be honest. So, so I'm writing that and I'm trying to make it. Uh, it's got obviously religious elements, uh, strong. Right. Because patriarchy is founded in, in you know, Christianity uh, and Hebrewism as well. Uh, but not by, by saying that, I don't mean Jews because they're just a, a, a virus. Wow. They don't, <coughs> they, don't bear, they don't bear any relation to what, what Jews were two and a half thousand years ago, you know, Hebrews and that sort of thing. There's, there's, there's no connection there at all. Uh, so, but I'm also, you know, it's, it's kind of like the 28 traits as well, but I'm not writing it that way, but I've also, I'm looking at it as the book of you're an, you're a 17 year old guy and you're really been getting some bad, bad, bad propaganda and bad advice. If you get any advice at all and, and where do you, what do you do, you know, um, and that's that's what I'm doing, and I've really struggled with this for about five years on how to write it. Because every time I was like, "Well, who who am I to tell some poor seventeen-year-old what to do? Who am I to presume with right. all of my mistakes and fuck-ups that I've got any credibility at all 
to be able to guide them. But at the end of the day, no one else is doing it, so I may as well have a shot at the title. <laughs> and uh, and either either it'll go well or or it won't, and I'll have to I'll have to wear it. So yeah, I've I've right. come to accept that. Sure. Well, and I mean, your, mis- your mistakes and your fuck-ups, that's part of your credibility. Hmm. And I mean, don't, yeah, I mean, you've, you've had successes too. It's not like your life has been nothing but fuck-ups. That would be my life. So you, you've oh. got, you've, from what <laughs> I know about you, talking to you, reading your writing, reading your books, you've got the good mix of success and fuck-ups. And I think that's your credibility right there. I mean, that's, you know, I, I put a lot of credibility in your opinions. That's why I read your shit. Because you've been there, you've done things. Well, you failed, you've succeeded. Yeah. Um, so I think you're very qualified to write the book. I think getting divorced gave me a huge amount of credibility. <laughs> yeah. Getting divorced gave me a huge amount of credibility. Um, and I'm, I'm actually... I'm actually happy that I didn't get this book out before that happened. For oh, I bet. Not, and not for self, not, no, not for selfish reasons, uh, primarily. Right. But that, that episode uh, taught me a great deal mm-hmm. about myself um, and, my, and my, my awareness of the world. So that was a... Uh, a life-defining moment. I'm um, sure, and and it's added it's added hugely to what I'm able to offer. I think so. Right. You know. I yeah, did I see I, that. I took the bullet for all you guys. Yes. Yeah. 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 I see that. Had you completed the book before your divorce, it would be a very different book than the one that you're going to create now. It would have been worthless. More or less, it would have been worthless. So, um, yeah. So anyway, cool. All right. How long have we been going for? Uh, just over an hour. Oh, that's all right. It's pretty good. Hour two minutes. I think. I think we we, we got to think of a snappy title for this one. One that's going to drag in the punters. Um, the baby killing episode Ooh. or the baby sacrifice episode hmm. the baby sacrifice to Moloch episode to <laughs> Moloch it's a bit long uh, yeah that's what she said um, yeah yeah mm. uh, yeah Nice. That was that was good. That was good. That was a good one that you slipped in there. Uh-huh. Uh. Um, uh, the uh, the Roe versus Wade episode. I think that's a really defining moment. I think we're going to do the name of this episode around that because as we've been dis- discussing, yeah. you know, this is a this is a big thing. Yeah. I'll tell you what, yeah. great one. I'll leave Let's... that up to your uh, your talents to come up with the title. Uh, yeah. Okay. okay. Um, now you're, ta- I now you're taking a shout real out for chance. Cappy because we've yeah we've talked about him half yeah. the episode. Plugged his book despite the fact that yeah. neither of us are in agreement with it. No. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, we'll see if we can uh, we can get something going with him next week. That'd be cool. Yes. Uh, I agree. Great. All right. So um, let's wrap it. Uh, great one. Thank you very much once again for another uh, scintillating discussion. Um, and uh, to all our listeners out there, uh, make sure you check out my website, pushingrubberdownhill.com, when, when it's not shadow banned in your country. Do you use a VPN, great one? Uh, no, not, not right this minute, I'm not. Ah, okay. I do sometimes, maybe, depends maybe. what I'm doing. Hey, well, oh, Maybe you should try that when you can't get on. You know, hey, that reminds me, the last time I could actually get to your website... And I clicked on your Goose VPN link. It took me to a mm-hmm. like dead page on their website. 
So if that's still supposed to be working, you should check oh, yeah. into that. I've got to. Yeah, I will. I will. I've got to do that. Um, thanks for that. Yeah, of course. Um, and buy my books, blah, blah, blah. Great one. You want to plug yourself at all? Cynical Libertarian Society. No, I'm actually not a libertarian. I actually hate libertarians as much as Adam does, just for some slightly different reasons. But I was a libertarian when I started it, and that's why it's called the Cynical Libertarian Society. You're welcome. Type it into Google. You'll find it. C y n l i b s o c dot com. There we go. All right, so this has been another Picket Great One production brought to you by the Great Time Good Taste of Fish. Um, <laughs> we will uh, we will see you probably sooner than normal because of uh, an impending uh, episode with Aaron Clary, um, and so we look forward to uh, you uh, to listening then. Uh, but for now, it's goodbye from me, and it's goodbye from him. Goodbye. And, uh, we'll uh, we'll talk to you next time. Ciao, ciao.